Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. So good to be here with you. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine. And this is Weight Loss for Fertility. And we are talking about something so important. It follows last week's episode. Okay, so last week we talked about the shortcut to stopping overeating. And if you haven't listened to it, that's episode 37. So please do. You don't have to do that now. You can if you want and come back, but you could also just keep listening. It lays the foundation for permanent painless weight loss. That's what we do around here. That's what I want for you. Permanent, very important, and painless. It does not have to be painful. In fact, if it's painful, it's often not permanent because we don't like to do painful things. We're funny that way, humans. So if it's painless, it's more likely to be permanent. That's my thinking anyway. So Specifically, the way that it's permanent and painless is we get to the root of the cause of overeating. Because remember, overeating is the cause of weight gain, fat gain. And so we want to stop overeating. And if we get to the root cause of it, we can stop it. The way we do that is we become the observer of our thoughts. So we can see what's driving our behavior. Thoughts cause feelings, feelings cause behavior. When we can see the thoughts, then we can know why we do the behavior. And then we know where to change things. We know how to change things. We know what to try. So we discuss the practice that builds the muscle of being able to observe the thoughts. So often they're unconscious. And we want to be able to observe the thoughts because they're just unconscious. There's nothing we can't grab them. There's nothing we can see or do about it. So we want to be able to see them. When we were talking about that, remember we talked about that last week, we hit on an important topic that seriously affects our ability to change our behavior. We didn't have time in that episode to dive deeper, so that's what we're doing today. Okay, so keep listening now, but remember to go back and listen to last week's episode. They really relate to each other in important ways. The topic that requires its own episode today is judgment. I could do 20 billion episodes on judgment. Judgment itself is such a sticky problem. So we're going to talk about it a little bit here and see if we can clear a few things up. It's a poison that kills our goals and dreams. Judgment literally does kill our goals and dreams. It's what keeps us stuck, even if we have the skills we need. We can't use them effectively if we're judging ourselves and our attempts. It just can't be done. We can't move forward without addressing judgment. Judgment, critical thoughts, cause shame. Judgment and critical thoughts feel terrible. Now, it could be guilt or shame. It's not always only shame, but I'm going to go with shame because most of the time that's what it is. When we criticize ourselves, when we judge ourselves, we're feeling shame. Shame feels so awful. 
It's just awful. When we don't even notice that we're judging ourselves, we feel awful a lot of the time. And we don't even know why. If I had to guess, I'll always say judgment. And I'll be right so much of the time. It's a real safe bet. But just like we discussed last week, we need to be aware of it. If we just have that underlying feeling, we feel helpless. But if we start to notice it and connect the dots, connect the feeling to the thoughts, then we can start to do something about it. Meditation helps. Remember, the reason meditation helps is because it helps us become the observer of our thoughts. We can do it without meditation if we're just consciously trying to think of our thoughts, but meditation is something that can help us be deliberate about observing our thoughts. It helps us create space around them so that we can see them easier. Now remember, the problem with judgmental thoughts is that they're painful, always. Because judgment and critical thoughts lead to the feelings of shame and guilt, as I just mentioned. They're so painful. In fact, actually, it's one of the ways to discover the judgmental thoughts is to first recognize the feeling of shame and then follow it back to the judgmental thoughts. So you could go either way. You could either go from the thoughts that you and you can feel the shame, or if you feel the shame, you're like, aha, I'm having a judgmental or critical thought, and you can go back and see what it is. This is a good skill to have to either go from feeling to thought or from thought to feeling, the, that you can trace it back. We're always looking for the thought because the thought is something we can change. Feelings come from thoughts. There's not all that much you can do about once you have a thought, how you feel about it. But you can you can notice the thought. You can decide if you want to keep it, if it's helpful to you. And if it's not, you can start to try to shift it a little. That's why it's important to notice feelings and to, and to then connect them with the thoughts that are creating them. It's easy to see judgment in meditation, but you may be familiar with judgmental thoughts about what you ate for dinner, what you decided to snack on, what you had after dinner, if you ate too much dinner, if you the scale, if the, there's so many places that we have judgmental thoughts. Oh my goodness. Sometimes they just feel true, but if they feel tight, if they feel like shame and however that feels in your body, they're not useful. Not useful. And we're going to get a little more into that, but that's my main point. Judgmental thoughts, they may be there, but they're not useful. So we don't want to keep them. We don't want to focus on them. We want to notice them and release them. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. If you started the meditation practice that we talked about last week to help build the noticing thoughts muscles, then you may have started to notice judgmental thoughts there. It's actually a sort of a safer place to notice them because you may have noticed when you're, you're trying, you know, you put the five minute timer on, you sit there and you say all is well, or you watch your breathing and then you start thinking other thoughts. Remember I told you that's for sure going to happen. But if we're not used to noticing judgmental thoughts, we may also see that they're there. You're doing it wrong. You're terrible at this. Why can't you do this right? Those are judgmental thoughts coming in. And they may be coming in about the meditation practice. You can just use that as an example. It's so good to be able to see the patterns here. 
And especially with the meditation practice, we're not that invested in it usually, especially if we're just starting it. Although if we have these patterns in all of our lives, we can just be critical of ourselves in general. And so it always just feels terrible. But if we're going to take this meditation practice in isolation, there is no wrong. The whole muscle is bringing yourself back. So you can't do it wrong. But we'll see that judgmental thought in there. And being able to notice is so good. Because when you think that thought, I'm doing it wrong, how does that feel? Whenever I think that thought, I'm doing it wrong, even just now saying it to you, I feel it in my body. It's a tightness. It just it just doesn't feel good. It, it's, it's really important to notice that combination. The thought and the feeling. And that thought-feeling combination, the judgmental thought leading to shame feeling, is the thing that keeps us stuck. It is the thing that prevents us from moving forward. We may notice that we overeat when we're sad, but if all we do is criticize ourselves for it, then we can never get past it. We just feel shame and get stuck. If we can't get to the point of saying, oh, look, when I'm feeling sad, I eat cookies. If instead we get stuck in, that's why you can't lose weight. You'll never be able to look at all the times in the past you didn't, la, 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 you know, all those judgmental thoughts. And we go down that non-productive, terrible feeling path. That itself leads to cookies. So if we were feeling sad, we ate cookies because that's our, our right now, that's our brain wiring. And then we start judging ourselves because we ate cookies when we're sad, even though that's the wiring right now. But if we judge that and we say terrible things, then we feel shame and terrible. And then we eat more cookies. It's impossible to do anything about the wiring of sad and cookies in our brain if we layer over it shame and judgment. Do you see how that gets, that's like, gets you stuck. It's, it really is like a blanket coming over the whole situation and, and you can't get past the blanket. So if we remove the blanket, if we remove the judgment, then we're left with being able to see the connection between sad and cookie. And when we can see that connection clearly, cleanly, then we can start to do something about it. But not if we have all the yucky judgment over it. We really want to get to the point where we can observe the thoughts and behaviors that lead to overeating without judgment so we can figure ourselves out. There's a, a connection in there. We don't want that connection anymore, but we can't yell it out of us. We can't criticize it out of us. We have to just notice it and see it. It's like, you know, with Christmas lights, if you, if they're tangled and you just pull on them, that's not, it doesn't work. We have to gently notice which one is, you know, tangled with which, and we carefully take it out. 
that's what we need to be able to do. But if we're feeling frustrated and judgmental and tight and shame and, and terrible, we are not going to be able to be patient and kind. That is the place we need to be in order to move forward. We have to get rid of that judgment, that layer of judgment. When we cleanly know, oh, my brain right now is set up to eat cookies when I'm sad. I wonder what I can try next time I feel sad. Perfect. That's clean. That's problem, solution. We try something amazing. But remember, if we're like, oh, I eat cookies when I'm sad. I should never eat cookies. Cookies is why I'm gaining weight. I can't believe I do this. This is terrible. Judge, 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 judge. We can't get to the, oh, next time I feel sad, what am I going to try? Also, and this is an important point, we can't try something if we're worried that we're going to beat ourselves up for trying something if it doesn't work out. So we have a hypothesis. Let's say, I'm sad I eat cookies. Okay. I know that I did that because when I was seven and mom would yell at me or I was bullied in school or whatever, I would eat cookies to feel better. Makes total sense. As a seven-year-old, I did not have a lot of power to make any changes. No one may have told me how to process my feelings. That's all I could do. It worked for a little while. Amazing. I got to where I am today. So proud of myself. But now I don't want to have, keep having that connection. So when I'm sad next time, I'm going to try, let's see, I'm going to pet my dog. I'm going to get a hug from my dog. So next time you may say, oh, I'm sad and you eat cookies, but you're like, oh, I remembered I was going to go pet my dog and you put the cookies away and you go pet your dog. Amazing. But if you're judgmental about the whole thing, you'll only beat yourself up for not petting your dog sooner. No, that's not what we want. We're so excited you remember to pet your dog. Now, did that work or not? I don't know. Did you feel better? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. If that didn't work, maybe there's something else. Call a friend. Go for a walk. Journal. There's so many things you can try. And if you're not going to beat yourself up for trying something, even if it doesn't work, then you try something else. Then you're going to be more willing to try something. We don't want to feel crappy. So we avoid the things that make us feel crappy. So we don't want to do anything that will have ourselves judging ourselves. But instead because that can make your life very small, if we decide we're not going to judge ourselves, then the whole world is open to us. And all we need to do in order to help relieve this, to remove this judgmental layer, is notice the judgmental thoughts. And we can release them. Another way to say releasing the judgment is to say forgive. And my favorite definition of forgiveness is, this is a little convoluted, so I'm going to describe it in two ways. But my favorite definition is returning to love from judgment. 
So if you're feeling, if you notice the judgment, the way that I think about it, I notice the critical thoughts or the judgment that I'm making and I remember love. I remember that loving is so much more powerful than judging. So that's one way to say it. Another way is bringing our judgment to love. And the the image I have for that one is a big pool of love, like literally a lake and it's love. And you dump in the judgment and you watch the judgment dissolve. Because in the face of love, judgment has no power. This is why love is so important. It's important in weight loss. It's important in love. It's important in everything. A, a big part of it is that it's the antidote to judgment. Because remember, the judgment does not help. I was going to say sometimes it has a point, but but it actually doesn't. I, I thought that through. It does not have a point. The point can be made with honest inquiry. We don't need the judgment. If I notice eating a cupcake when not hungry... If I get curious about why, without judgment, I get an answer. I can make a hypothesis. I didn't need the judgment. I could just use my thinking logical brain to come up with something. And then I can try a solution based on that hypothesis, and then change can occur. All of it without judgment. Remember, we're not going to judge ourselves for judging. That's layer upon layer upon layer. We're going to notice all the times. We're going to introduce love into there to help dissolve the judgment, to help change our pattern of judging. And then we're going to have clean problem solution trials. And that's how we stop overeating. We notice the brain connections to eating food when we're not hungry and we shift them. Observing our thoughts without judgment is how we start this process. That's it, my friends. That is how, that's how we permanently lose weight without pain. In fact, we get rid of pain. So not only is the process not painful, but we get rid of a lot of the pain that we have anyway. I love this. This is, to me, this is the best news. Learning how to do this, of course, in weight loss, just like we can practice it in meditation, it relates to our whole life then we're not judging ourselves about anything, including parenting, which will be coming down the line for you. And that will be such a blessing to you, your whole family, everyone. This judgment piece is everything. And I would love, love, love to help you with it. You can always lose weight with me at stephaniefinemd.com. But if you have questions about this whole process, I would love to answer them. DM me at Stephanie Fine MD. It, it, this is a, a really important concept. It's new to many of us, and it's it's radical if you think about it in terms of dieting and weight loss. It's not usually what we're taught, especially when it comes to weight loss, but it's the only thing that gets to the root and that leads to permanent weight loss. Remember, that's what we're going for, permanent and painless. So ask me any questions you have, any clarifications. I would love to talk to you about this. Getting this and putting this into practice will get you where you want to go every time. I'm sending you so much love. 
Have such a great week. Mwah. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.